Do, do it, it. Do, do it live on air. Do, do it, it, do it, do it. Abuse your power, abuse your power, <laughs> abuse your power. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Watch Teach. I'm Jamie Goulding. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Lovely Twitter user Andrew Sloimok is here. Call me Angela Ange, Haruna Neko Protection Squad member. Whatever. This is 138 on Twitter. Call me H, professional instigator. And I am a kitty cat. You can call me whatever you'd like. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> That's a good one. Indeed, we have a special guest host, as always. I keep on saying we have a fairly large team here at Watch Teach, and a kitty cat is one of those people. They have been waiting a long time for us to get around to this show. Thank you for waiting. No, it's been a long two weeks or so since I chose this, so uh, waiting on the edge of my seat. Uh, speaking of which, would you like to introduce the show that we're going to be watching this Absolutely. week? Absolutely. So, for those that don't know, uh, TJPW Inspiration Shows, which I believe there's been four so far, are a more experimental style of uh, TJPW show. Usually it has uh, matchups that you don't normally see, uh, there's often guests. It's a lot more laid back than a normal show. Uh, in this case... Um, I want to say, I always forget the name of this arena, but it's, uh, I think it's Shinjuku Face that they're in, uh, where compared to their normal Korkin Hall that they're usually shooting in. Uh, in this case, the episode we're watching is the, I believe it's December 10th of 2021 inspiration. Uh, the big sort of uh, main event here is sort of a uh, Chocopro crossover, I guess you could say, uh, with the main event featuring. Saki, who some might realize from uh, her recent work in Stardom, part of the Colors GPU group, um, and Yuna Mizumori, who's also been showing up in Stardom this past year, as well as a few other places after uh, graduating from ChocoPro. Uh, we also have Trans Am Hiroshi facing Pom Harajuku as the second match. For those that don't know Trans Am Hiroshi, He's been around for about 11 years now. He's a regular in Pro Wrestling Basara, I believe. And uh, he's uh, something that's hard to put into words, let's say. For those of you that watch ChocoPro, you'll probably recognize him. For those of you that don't, you're in for a real treat. My uh, my favorite, favorite point of Trans Am Hiroshi is ChocoPro the Musical, <laughs> of which he sang for his birthday. And boy, what a lovely singing voice he has. And I mean that 100% earnestly. He is a wonderful singer. Beautiful. Which puts him against Palm Harajuku, also a wonderful singer. But I don't think she was quite singing at this point. No, she sings. Can Palm actually sing? She sings all right. She's probably better than uh, Yuria Nagano, so. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard her scream at the start of matches to the ref, but actual singing. Well, for those of us that are cultured, that's, you know, you just don't get it. Okay. Well, she's technically singing. That's not screaming. Some people just don't understand art. It's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So more like opera? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Just like opera. That's exactly what Palm Harajuku sings. I think Palm is just as good as Transam Hiroshi. <laughs> You'll see today, I'm pretty sure. Well, I, I love both of them, so I am looking forward to this crossover. I mean, I'm just calling it now. They haven't announced who the fifth up-up girl is. I'm convinced it's Palm. <laughs> Put my bet in now. It is actually Palm Haruji. I mean, if they don't accept my audition, then, uh, you know, my second choice would be definitely taking Palm. Yeah. I thought we were trying to get 138 in. How's that been going? Did you send in your audition tape yet? No, I can't sing for shit, no. <laughs> you don't have to. Hakari doesn't sing. That's just oh, they, they they could just auto tune me up. I'm good. Oh my god! Can we go one week? Can we go one week without the up up girl slander in here? Jeez, never. <laughs> You're right. They're not even on this show. Yeah, we're, we're uh, yeah. Actually, now that I think of no, uh, Noah has a match. But other than that, yeah, none of the other up up girls are even. Now it may not sound it from the other three shows that we've produced, but we're all very big fans of the up-up girls <laughs> yeah we're Absolutely. all very positive on them it's just if you love something that much then you can learn to criticize it in a very particular fashion exactly. <laughs> for those of you that follow me on twitter as you probably know i wrote like a five paragraph essay about how cool uh Miyu watanabe is so you know <laughs> of course i'm a big fan oh that's right. You just had an article published. No, it wasn't an article per se. So, well, it was a part of an article. Yeah. So, Voices of Wrestling, um, regardless of your feelings towards them, have a top one hundred every year that they do, or um, yeah, top one hundred basically that they do every year, and quote unquote wrestling media are invited to vote for it. It's all media. It's not open to the general public. So apparently, Squared Circle moderators like myself are media. I guess. Oh. So uh, we are now media strangely. Yeah, yeah, we can technically. sneak. We can sneak in for next year. Fair enough, but thank you for for catching us up a little. I keep a very secular group of people around me and sort of focus hard on that. So the wider wrestling community is something that I'm only just being exposed to. I am a newborn. Well, yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting place, depending on where you decide to uh, lurk, let's say, uh, whether it's Reddit or Tumblr or elsewhere. Uh, you're going to find some interesting stuff. But I used to post on Squared Circle a lot, but then I didn't. Yeah. And I used to post on um, Stardom Joshi a lot, and then I didn't. <laughs> I just sort of fell out of Reddit and then realized that Twitter was a place that I could talk to people instead of talking about one conversation topic that everyone's talking about and downvoting you for having an opposite opinion. Yeah, sounds about right. You know, go into any... I mean, I engage I engage with whatever content has Neil Bishki gun content on it. <laughs> whatever medium has it. I saw Reddit once. <laughs> I saw some Neil Bishki gun slander one time, and then I cancelled Reddit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you cancelled your subscription? I cancelled my subscription to Reddit. I saw Neil Bishki gun slander. We don't do that here. Yeah, if uh, if Hero's <laughs> listening, the uh, one of the main moderators of r slash uh, TJPW. Yeah, you gotta you gotta lock that down, buddy. You're you're losing viewers here on all that slander of uh, Neo Bishikian. I I gotta see a, like a picture every day on Reddit to get back my yeah. fav favors in it. We actually got some really great feedback from slash r TJPW. Oh really? Oh yeah, they're fantastic. I I absolutely adore that community. Even after you slandered them in the second episode, or I think it was Ange slandered them in the second episode. <laughs> There's no evidence of this. The whole recording. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> that never happened. Oh, Void. 
Delete the episode. Delete the episode. <laughs> it was two episodes ago. It's like it never happened. But uh, it never happened. That was ever. When I put up episode three, someone commented, "Keep up the Teej content. Watch Teej." How sweet. Lots of exclamation marks. <laughs> very sweet. That's very sweet. So, uh, slash TJPW is now uh, our favorite subreddit. I love Reddit. Who said I didn't love Reddit? Right? I never said that. Um, Void, make sure you edit the podcast, like, so I don't say that earlier. Uh, I'll put it in the start. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I publicly make fun of my own sub on Twitter all the time, so... <laughs> So then we should be golden. Yeah, we're, we're fine. Uh, I also received a comment stating that us as a trio are like Chris Brooks and Aki <laughs> as a duo when they're sober. <laughs> oh, only when they're sober? So who's who? I call dibs on being their Chris Brooks. <laughs> Does that make me and Boy both Aki? Yeah. I uh, know. I have beef. I have Brooks beef. <laughs> she, he has Brooks beef. He can't be Bro- Brooks. You, so you yeah. are Aki, then. We're all Aki. <laughs> so no one should be Brooks. <laughs> no, I, I I, definitely don't want to be Aki, no. <laughs> no one wants to be Chris Brooks. I do. I wish I was that tall. All right. <laughs> His match with Ram was absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. At Bakugaijin Plus Friends Volume 2, if you haven't seen it. Available on YouTube. For free, yeah. I don't remember who. Uh, I don't remember who took the picture, but somebody, one of the regular uh, photographers, took a picture of uh, them facing off, and Ram is barely in frame just because they captured mostly Chris. <laughs> but she's up to like his belly button, looking up at him. It's great. Also, this place they were wrestling is like two foot by two foot. So. <laughs> yeah, a real upgrade from the regular Choco Pro. Arena. I don't know how they do it without taking out half the crowd with every move. <laughs> it's insane. I believe if it's the same map that they used for the previous show, it is exactly one May by one Chie. <laughs> yes, yeah. that was the correct measurements. I'm trying to, th- oh, what was it? I, I realized today, Mesa Ruga is apparently, she's like two inches taller than Hornswoggle. To put that into, uh, <laughs> to put that into Mesa Ruga is the same height as Dora the Explorer. I will always mention this. I still don't know how I feel about that. She's only one inch taller than me. We need to get her a backpack. <laughs> to what, store all her guns and weapons? Have you seen the Dora the Explorer movie? There's a, oh my, there's a movie. Do it. There was a live action Dora the Explorer movie. I avoided it for the longest time because, you know... Dora the Explorer live-action movie. It is one of the most fun films that I have watched in a very long time. You enjoyed it. Dora has an edge to her. (laughs) Bringing, like, weapons into school and stuff. (laughs) Whoa. So it's not an official movie, but like a fan thing. No, 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 it is an official movie. Go watch the trailer. Not right now, we're doing a show, but at some point... Go watch the trailer for the Dora the Explorer movie. Please do send it in Discord after this. I absolutely will. <laughs> it is heavenly. I have to see uh, Mace Ruga's competition. Right. <laughs> so would this be a good time to ask a viewer question? No better time than the present. We have a lot of viewer questions this week, which is just wonderful. 
Thank you for asking these questions, everyone, on Twitter. Yep. Thank you, everyone, who has asked a question. We promise we will do our absolute utmost to answer each and every one of them each week. Uh, f- I I will just do them. I will do them in order. <laughs> Grissom at Fortuna Grissom. If you could bring back a retired Joshi or someone who wrestled for TJPW or was a member of the TJPW roster in the past, who would it be? Answer, if it's Meho Karune, you're cool. <laughs> she would be fun to have back. She and Rika were a great team together. Murder Rika and the zombie. I'm trying to think, who is the most... Yeah, I'm trying to think too. I'm like, who would... Like... Okay, I'll answer. Go ahead. I'll answer first. My answer is Azusa Takigawa. Ah. Yes, Good choice. she lost a lot, especially in her, in her the early part of her career. But she was so funny and interesting to watch, which is maybe also why Isaki-sama took an interest in her. I love that whole marriage gimmick. Well, not really a gimmick because she actually did want to get married. <laughs> um, where she would hit people with that huge wedding catalog. Yeah. And she would wear that bridal veil and go on the turnbuckle. It was so hilarious. Um, and also she wanted to be an announcer. She would just grab the mic during matches and start commentating and saying whatever she wanted. Um, now she's still around in a, be- a bit of a backstage role as she does the card preview announcing for big shows. So please come back. Please wrestle again. We love you. That was my answer. Anyone else? I'm just looking at the I'm just looking at the roster trying to think of something. I'm like, eh. I came prepared. I saw this question. And I was like, oh, I know who I want. For me, the first one that popped in my head is Yuna Masay, but like she still wrestles there every once in a while. She comes back once in a while to teach. But she technically isn't part of the roster. I'm I'm going to bend my answer and the question just ever so slightly to bring up one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, which is Sakura Hirota. She has wrestled so much of the TJPW cast, and she is just an absolute treasure to watch wrestle. Where does she wrestle? Does she is she retired or does she wrestle somewhere else nowadays? In Oz or Wave? She wrestles in, in Wave, but she has wrestled so many of the TJPW mm. cast in one off. Right. She even dressed up as Mizuki. Oh no, that I have to see. Then why didn't she enter the full of Mizuki Battle Royal? Well, that's why she dressed up. She wasn't invited to the Mizuki Battle Royale, <laughs> so she did it herself. You see, you see, Koda? What is Koda doing? Nice. Not hiring Sakura Hirota is what he's doing. I'm disappointed, per usual, with these booking <laughs> decisions. Hey, it takes a lot of brain power to figure out how you're going to make uh, Hikari Noah lose week to week. Takes a lot of brain power to figure out how you're gonna make Yuka win every week. <laughs> well, it's easy. Yuka goes in and she beats people. They pitch an idea, and she says yes, or she says that doesn't work for me. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just canon. She has to end all her sentences with ah, yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> let's just make that canon. Exactly. She's like an anime character. <laughs> so who has yet to answer? Oh, uh, I haven't. I don't know, it's tough, because there's a lot of weird one-off people that you would never think of as having ever been in TJPW. Like, you have, like, Sue Young, I'm, I'm going, I'm cheating a little bit and going through the roster here, but you have, like, Sue Young, uh, who I would never have expected to show up in TJPW, uh, Beta Scott, Priscilla Kelly, some interesting names. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I would, I would have to go with um, Reika Psyche. Oh, I, her! Uh, 
That's a yeah. good one. I'm really sad that I wasn't a fan for most of the time she was actually active. And by the time I was a fan, she was injured and then retired. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she seems to be living, you know, if you follow her on Twitter, it's mostly her doing cool stuff and then occasionally eating pizza. I mean, what's the better life than that? But She is just like me for real. You're absolutely ripped to the gills with muscle? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Uh, once <laughs> a long time but she did have like her three minute like exhibition match well quote unquote her like kind of I don't know if it was considered her re- retirement match yep that's how but... it was he was considered a retirement match yeah Yoniyama's technically retired okay. and did Yoniyama wrestle for Teach at one point I don't think so I can actually look but uh yeah yeah someone know. google it uh yeah but Reika Psyche was gone for uh Almost two years, apparently. 2019, and then she came back in 2020 to retire. Mm-hmm. Um, there is so much good stuff in TJPW's back catalogue. Just one of the reasons that we started this show. TJPW is a really easy promotion to bounce off of if you hit it at the wrong time. Because they had some really dark times. But most of the time, they're just doing absolutely, insanely brilliant things. It also depends on what's actually uploaded to Wrestle Universe too. I am looking and just to uh, step in here, Kari Yoniyama has never wrestled for TJPW. She's wrestled for basically every other company. Everyone yeah. else. She has wrestled everywhere else but Tej. <laughs> she's wrestled for D she's wrestled for DDT, so I mean, kind of like Tej. She's boycotted Tej. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Deej. She wrestled for DDT as recently as 2022, apparently. Close enough. <laughs> so she wrestled okay. for Deej? Deej? <laughs> Can we do an April Fool's episode where we just call this Watch Deej for the day? We'll watch a completely <laughs> different Fools. show. Yeah, we become the number one Akras Girls podcast. <laughs> yes, Watch Deej. Void is just really good at provoking people, and he doesn't realize it. Look, if I wasn't, we wouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. That is true. Thank you for your efforts. You are welcome. Thank you for your efforts. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> Speaking of, question two, and this is a long one. <laughs> Jenganek at Jenganek, what is the history of Neo Bashiki Gun, and what are the significant highlights or matches? Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Jenganek. I feel like the easy answer for that is uh, go watch uh, uh, go watch Joe Schissel's video on Hyper Masao because he goes into a pretty good background of the whole thing. While it's still up. Yeah, while, while it's still up. Hopefully he so. re-uploaded. But um, yeah. it's a lot for me to suddenly explain. But Saki-sama did first appear in Tej in 2015. So she made her but she actually did make her wrestling debut in 1999 at a masquerade ball in Paris. Mm-hmm. The exact details are unknown of what happened at this ball, but I have a fanfiction in the works to publish <laughs> alongside the God Raku Bible. Thought I was working on the Bible. You're working on the Bible. I'm working on my Saki-sama fanfictions. We can publish them together. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get them co-published. It'll be great. Co-published. Just like the real Bible, there's a bunch of different canons, and there's a whole bunch of different scriptures written by different people. Exactly. And then Ange can throw when in I the write... slash fact. 
Yeah. And then when I write the Dead Sea Raku Scrolls, you know, then there'll be a whole debate. And a oh, that's going to be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but but overall, Saki-sama's goal is to purge Tej of their ugliness, aka everyone on the roster, and bring elegance, <laughs> beauty, and grace to it. Yeah, basically Saki-sama was brought in as the big bad of TJPW since they don't really have that face heel dynamic. Yeah. Well, hyper missile too. <laughs> Questionable. I disagree. She's a hero. And and uh, who else? Kemiu. She wrestles pretty. You're trying to say that she's the only heel on the roster in a roster that has Yuka and Rika. <laughs> well, we know who the real heels are. I don't see Sakisama as a heel. Okay, she's just doing what's best for the roster and the show. I don't know why people think that. <laughs> we do have the real yeah. heels. She's doing her job. She's like the big bad. She's final boss. She's like the final boss, even though they've never given her their pop title. Isn't the real hero Yuki Arai? <laughs> oh yes, that is the real hero nowadays. <laughs> since she debuted. Now, that's Angela's personal rival. <laughs> you could say that's my personal rival, but all of us on this podcast do not like uh, Yuki Arai, correct? I'm indifferent. <laughs> you know how we've been doing these theme shows? Yes. I'm gonna pick a deep Yuki Arai one. <laughs> You're going to pick the one where her and SKE48 perform for like 30 minutes right in the middle of the show. <laughs> but but Tej like already took it down. Did they really? Did they? Really? They edited out the, yeah, they edited out the SKE48 um, performances out of the show. Well, that's it. I'm no longer so... a Tej fan. I'm a Stardom fan now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, they said they would yeah. they would leave it up for like a month and then edit it out of the live stream. Well, I'm pretty it, sure that's... So, S- it is very upsetting. That's probably SKE and not TJPW take, making them take it yeah, out. Yeah, that's probably exactly... It's probably a rights issue. Yeah. Oh, well, when SKE48 perform at All In, we know that Tony Khan will have the uh, the cojones to stand up and say, no, we're keeping that performance in. <laughs> I mean, they should have kept it up because to be honest, I actually was going to give Yuki Arai a compliment because she performed actually very well, I think. Her dancing was really good. That's what my one compliment hmm. I'll give her. Yeah, it wasn't bad. My favorite part of that was then when uh, all of them were in the ring jumping up and down because it was bouncy, and <laughs> then all of them were in a completely different rhythm with each other. <laughs> yeah. But And the whole ring was just wobbling. But would you agree that they were more synchronized than the Up Up Girls? Well, yeah, because they put in way more hours into that. <laughs> my favorite whole part of it. They're an actual idol group, so they have to do the actual idol stuff. Are we talking about the the Up Up trio? No, ProRes. Or Pro-Rest. the Up Up girls with P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-Nano? Oh, we're ranking them differently, huh? I'll say it's the same thing. <laughs> See, I think the ones with P-P-P-Nano are a lot more coordinated. Yeah. Well, of course, they were fresh and young and excited to perform these songs. Me, you still had... Like, she still thought back then that they would actually give her songs and stuff to do. <laughs> well, it's okay. Once we have, you know, Up Up Girl number four actually performing, and then Up Up Girl number five uh, announced, and then Up Up Girl number six in three months. Oh, God. And then Up Up Girl seven in, you know, six months. Right. It's... I don't believe it's going to happen. I think we're going to be waiting on this fourth member for the next nine months. Yeah. I, when when they were saying it the originally about the fifth member, I was like, I don't even think she'll be performing with them by the end of this year. How hard is it to learn three songs? <laughs> Clearly very difficult. Yeah, technically four technically four. But are they actually yes. is she actually training to wrestle two? 
Do they have four if they never perform it? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't even know what the four song is. So there's I Can't Lose, there's Upper Chop, there's Upper Kick. And there's another one. It's I called just Three Years on the Ring. Three Years on the Ring. Uh, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, they don't perform that one, do they? I know, because I asked this the last show and I learned things. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, the second part of Jenga Next Question, the um, what would be your recommendation? Um... Given that the Max Heart tournament's going on right now, I will just say watch the first Max Heart tournament because yeah. Saki-sama and Mei St. Michelle actually won it. And, you know, seeing Mei-san so happy, Saki-sama then challenged the Bakaretsu <laughs> sisters and then they won the pop belts. Uh, still in complete 2021. So I'd recommend watching that too. So no spoilers yeah. then. We we don't know who wins. <laughs> yeah, they... Everyone knows. Yeah. If they haven't seen it by now, that's on them. Everyone knows they were the champions. It's like, wrestling. There's right? <laughs> It's wrestling. If you get spoiled, that's on you. My suggestion is to go back and watch when uh, Hyper Masao turned evil. I think it's some of the best work of Masao's career. Oh. That's a different that's a different Well, no, Masao. if you ask these two, that's a different person. <laughs> that's I'm a different fucking, person. Even though it's canonically the same motherfucking person. It's definitely no, it's a not. It is. Yes, not. it is. She takes off the mask, the mask in back. the ring. She is wearing a different color. She has different entrance music. Her hair is long. Different hair. Her outfit's completely different. Nobody's her gestures ever are seen different. Ms. Hyper Masao without her mask on. Everybody's seen Masao without her mask on. So her mask has fallen off in so many matches. It's the same woman. It's the same person. Her mask fell off in the first episode of this podcast. I saw someone try to composite Starlight Kid's face. From all of the various pictures that she's oh. taken, it looked Frankenstein-esque. Yep. It was not a good job. Well, because you never get the nose, so without the nose, it just looks. Then it's always going to look weird. She's like Voldemort. She doesn't actually have a nose. Oh. <laughs> yeah. For me though, I would pick the what was it, Grand Princess, where they had the whole Bishkin in, in the yes, entrance. Yes, Grand Princess. So I would pick that one because that's one of the few times you get to see everybody who was actually in it. I should look and see. That's up for, uh, so the Squared Circle End of the Year Awards are, the the good ones are referred to as the Smarties, and I know that that entrance is up <laughs> for Best Entrance of the Year. Oh! I doubt it's going to win. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah, uh, I'm shocked that it was actually nominated and made it to the final round of voting. Read it! Yeah. Well, I think in this past two years, like, Joshi has become more acceptable on Squared Circle before fucking you would post anything about it and get downloaded to hell. So many people have been pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing for years to try and get Joshi to be recognized. People like Dogu that were doing just huge yeah. write-ups of Chaka Pro shows. Yeah, just trying real. to get people caught up and invested. And I believe Dogu still does. Um, yeah, every show he still has a write-up on Twitter and on there. Yeah. And then uh, Juan also is always on top of posting shows if Dogu isn't. And uh... I wrote an article with Juan. I almost met one. He is so incredibly informed. He knows so much. Yeah, I think the pandemic really helped people expand their view and started watch people started actually watching Joshi and realize how good it is. Unironically, I, I would credit a big part of that, at least as far as Squared Circle goes. To and I mean this a hundred. This is a little people who who people who know me from the sub who are listening to this are probably gonna realize where I'm going with this. But Lulu Pencil and Chris Brooks, that whole yep. storyline started as 
kind of low-key a meme, partially my fault mm-hmm. for pushing it as a meme. And then it slowly <laughs> caught on and people were like, oh, like, what is this all actually about? Yeah. To the point yeah, that was... ChocoPro was actually getting huge interaction on the sub by the time that that final uh, Iron Man match came around. Yeah. I don't know if it's still listed that way, but uh, ChocoPro was listed before NJPW on the uh, the the promotions that Squared Circle covers. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Currently it is... Join us to discuss WWE, AEW, NJPW, Impact, Stardom, ChocoPro, GCW, and every other promotion. They switched it. I feel like we had it... I feel like we put it higher up. Yeah, because when we made that change, I remember us discussing it. I feel like I remember us specifically saying that we were going to put it higher up just to bug people who actually look at that, but I don't remember if we ever actually did or not. The fact that Chocopro's on there and other promotions aren't. Is... Right, just the Chocopro is there at all is a win. Yeah, I could go in there and edit it right now and do whatever I want. And nobody probably would realize for quite a while. <gasps> do, do it, it. Do, do it live on air do, do it do it do it abuse your power abuse your power <laughs> abuse your power take okay. off wwe oh don't you ever listen to the sub why we abuse our power all the time you can't say anything <laughs> bad about whatever promotion without getting banned <laughs> this is the real reason we brought kitty cat on the podcast yeah i'm gonna shoot on wrestling pin <laughs> <laughs> Expose the dirty laundry of the Reddit shill hive mind and talk about how we get paid by Tony Khan and or Triple H <laughs> and or I don't know, whoever else. I still tell people that I get paid in uh, Sakura coin, even though, you know, Bitcoin isn't really a thing anymore. Oh, speaking of, we haven't discussed your payment. <laughs> and just getting 12 loaves of bread. 130H is getting uh, Raku bucks. I, uh, hmm. I should have thought of this ahead of time, huh? About what you're going to pay me. I'm working off of like three hours of sleep right now. I'm not very creative. <laughs> Think about it and come back to us. We we'll have to sign a contract. Got to get a, get a co- uh, contract for this. What was it that Ego wanted? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I don't <laughs> we'll have to listen to that. <laughs> you know what wins? Can you do that? Oh, I was going to write Up Up Girl song. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was going to write Hikari a solo song. How's that coming along? Uh... Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I will actually have to come up with some lyrics at some point, won't I? Yeah, most pop groups don't write their own lyrics, though. Yeah, you can come up with, uh, you know, lyrics for everybody except for Hikari to sing. <laughs> well, it has to be Hikari solo. Uh... No, she could sing. You just have to put a buttload of autotune on her. Yeah, that oh, she'll be fine. Oh, come on. She's not that. It's not like I have to write Marshmallow Cocoa Station. <laughs> oh, they just like using autotune for some reason. The sound guy at Teej uh, is on our hit list. <laughs> after the uh, after the show a couple weeks ago, where the uh, for whatever reason they just never edited out the one camera guy coughing loudly right into yes. the every four or five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever that guy is is on my uh, my hit list. I'm on the show with the upskirt camera under the from under the bottom ring rope. Uh. <laughs> Meanwhile, people keep on demanding more mouth sounds. Can I lick the <laughs> microphone right now? I have fans. I I I I wouldn't, but I can't stop you. Can't you. stop me. It would get, I cannot it would, physically stop you from. It'll doing get us anything. a certain kind of audience. We already have it. I'll just take off my pop filter and start saying pee a whole lot. <laughs> oh, 
That was the first show. <laughs> I didn't have a pop culture for the first show, so it's very mouthy. Ah, <laughs> uh, completely changing topic. Friendly girl doing boring tweets at Gizzy Biyun. If Yuki Arai gives Angela a head pat and Saki Akai gives Yuki Arai a head pat, whose head gets patted first? Why would she ask this? Because she's evil. <laughs> Why the fuck do I want a head pat from Yuki Arai? But wouldn't that be like a transitive property head pat? Like if if it gets head like if Yuki Arai gets the head pat first, then it's sort of like getting you know it's like the anime trope of like indirect kisses. You know, <laughs> it's an indirect. Are we head like pat. standing in a triangle? Are we head? Are they so Saki Kai's head patting Yuki Arai, and then Yuki Arai's head patting me? If it if it works, well, like, are you yeah. taller than Yuki Arai? I am taller than Yuki Arai. So in that case, maybe would Yuki Arai get the head pat first from Saki Akai? And then I'm assuming it would work that way and then mm. it would transfer on to me. But I still don't like but either that. way you you're only making contact with Yuki Arai. I so. still don't like that part. If Saki Akai is right there beside us, so why can't she just yeah. head pat me? So you don't feel that her chi is going to flow through? <laughs> her chi? No, because Yuki Rai just sucks it all she's just, in. She's just, exactly. You put it better than I She's can. just a fat. She's a, she's a glutton, okay? A yeah, black exactly. hole of head pat. She is a glutton. She will yeah. take that head pat for herself. She is making the infinity gauntlet of head pats. <laughs> I'm going to do what I did on the SATs when I came to a question like this that I didn't know the answer to and just not answer. <laughs> Pixie. I'm a Canadian. We don't we don't do that. <laughs> I did high school in Scotland. It was more like Fight Club. <laughs> so what? Like the winner gets like a sixer of Iron Brew, and that's about it. Uh, everyone just gets PTSD. That's all I remember about my trip to Scotland. It's just drinking a lot of Iron Brew, and uh... it's a weird drink, but oh, addictive. I oh, I love it. Mm. I guess it's the only equivalent that Britain has to root beer. Oh, I guess uh, so. Huh? Not that it's uh, not that it tastes the same, but it has that same. You gotta drink it a little bit to get used to it, and once you get used to it, you can't get enough. Like Yuki Arai had pants. <laughs> you know what? Uh, friendly girl doing boring tweet- tweets, also known as my best sis. You know, thank you so much for um, asking this question. But please never ask a question like this ever again. Otherwise, you're banned. Yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, so go ahead and ask that next week, and we will definitely read it off. Don't ask that again. I love you, but don't ask that ever again. I'm the one in charge of collecting the questions and asking the questions. So if if you write a question, I will ask it on air. <laughs> Too much privilege. <laughs> that was a good one, because that was just a direct attack at Angela. I don't know why she would do that, okay? She sees eye to eye with me. We have the same vision. We don't like Yuki or I. Why would I want a head pet from Yuki or I? Poor Angela, the middle child of the podcast, always getting made fun of. Always getting teased and made fun of. Always. All these questions are to make fun of me. So in the question of who gets head pat- whose head gets patted first, your answer is no. Just no. The answer is no. <laughs> I don't want it. If it's not directly from Akai, she don't want it. Exactly. Or Higuchi. Or Higuchi. I can take a head pat from Higuchi. He could just like crush my head if he wants. <laughs> Wait, this is this isn't the podcast. Yeah, well, this... well, welcome to Watch Teach at night. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> after dark. This yeah, a, after dark. This isn't the time. 
<laughs> next question. Uh, well, next question <laughs> from SC a kitty cat at SC underscore a kitty cat. Why is a kitty cat so handsome? Hmm. Oh, thanks. I'm sure you're handsome too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beautiful. I have nothing to fear from Neo Bashiki Gun. <laughs> uh, well, as you all know, Watch Teach is a watch along podcast. That means every week we gather together and we watch the same show. This week we are watching TJPW Inspiration 1210-2021 at Shingoku Face. We all have the time set for 10 minutes in. Does everyone have their mark? Yes. Yep. Almost. One second. There we go. 10 minutes. All right. Is everyone ready? Do they have to go party? Do they need a drink of water? Now is your chance. Actually, yeah, just give me one second. Yeah, I might as well, too. I'll be right back. Luckily, it's a short show. Only an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys, so the good news is when it comes to food, uh, don't worry. Um, not that there's any food in this one, but uh, I was very disappointed in all of you referring to Yuka's gift uh, in episode two as a cookie. It's not a cookie. It's a door, yeah. <laughs> okay, so explain before we get started. Explain. What so, did she give her? So she gave... Um, so what Yuka received in that box was a traditional Japanese sweet, also known as a wagashi, uh, known as a dorayaki, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong, but dorayaki is basically... To our credit, Japan has like 10,001 Japanese sweets unique <laughs> to that region. So dorayaki, right? though, are really um, kind of one of the more well-known ones among those. Um, I would say the only thing that probably... It's over it um, that people recognize besides like mochi or um, or dango, um, where if you're like me and you think of dango, you cry. If you know, you know. Um, and then uh, I'm blanking on the name of the fish one. But either way, dorayaki is basically you take uh, kind of like two pancakes almost made of, um, um, yeah, it's basically two pancakes kind of hand sized. And then usually between it, you have some sort of filling. And traditionally, the filling would be uh, red bean paste, which for those who have never had red bean paste, um, I like to relate it to kind of like a kind of like a more earthy peanut butter sort of flavor. It's really hard to explain, but it's really good once you get used to it if you're not used to it. Uh, but yeah, Doriaki is just a very, it's delicious. Think like, think like peanut butter pancakes, but as like a, a soft holdable sandwich. It looked good. Okay. It sounds delicious. It looked great. It, looked more, it did look more like pancake or like a crepe kind of um, outside for it. And we did eventually identify it as a pancake with something weird in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. If you're ever in New York City, there's a little uh, Japanese bakery right across the street from the Uniqlo store. Ironically enough, now that I think about that out loud. <laughs> but they, uh, they sell them among other wagashi and it's Delicious. Every time I'm in the city, I go and get one. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way... I think it's time we start watching uh, some inspiration. Yeah. 
This is TJPW Inspiration at Shingoku Face, 12-10-2021. We are at 10 minutes even. Is everybody ready? Yes. Yep. Yep. I will count down 3 to 1 on one we click play. You're not going to do the up up girl start or... You're Genki desu ka? Genki desu. Alright, enough tangents, let's go. Three, <laughs> two, one. She is so beautiful, and then she smiles or opens her mouth and she just looks like a monster. <laughs> Terrifying. I don't think any other ring and dancer comes close. Yeah, she's great. I remember the first picture I've ever seen of her was when she was, uh, I think it was from her first show where somebody on the TJPW subreddit said, the uh, new announcer, it seems like she's going to fit right in. And it's a picture of her making a, like a shocked face. Because she, she almost tripped, I think, when she came in the ring on her first time. <laughs> she was still shocked. I mean, she's wearing, what, 20 inch platforms right now? Mm. Oh, absolutely. I forgot about this gear for hero. Yeah. She looks so different now. She's not in a bad way at all. She's come such like I like her new gear. I like her new gear and yeah. her hair. It's so nice. I want her to go somewhere, not like go somewhere else, but just no, not in a bad way. In the yeah. roster, a really big storyline, something. An excursion. Because she just comes out and wrestles uh, one hell of a match, uh, puts everyone over, and then goes back to the back. <gasps> <gasps> Shut up! Shut up! It's Neko. It's funny to look at the gear uh, this far back, even though it's only, what, a year, two years back now? And how different so much of the gear is? Yeah. She's so cute! Neko's <laughs> adorable. Yeah, that's one word to describe it. I can't believe we're finally getting to watch a match of hers on this podcast. This is before her arms got broken off. Like, like yeah, I know it's December 2021 this match is, but <laughs> it's so good to see Haruna Neko with arms attached to her shoulders again. <laughs> I'm not her bionic arms. <laughs> also, to <laughs> she doesn't come out looking like Jax from Mortal Kombat. Rocket punch. That's what I need from Haruna Neko. Haruna Neko's new finisher is going to be her punching so hard that her <laughs> fist burst into flame. She'll just punch through people's torso. Just <laughs> start doing the Superman punch. She'll start do. Actually, I don't think she's tall enough to do the Superman punch on most of their offers. Haruna... It's the Super May punch. Is Haruna Neko taller than Dora the Explorer? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's shorter than Dora the Explorer. Good question. I is think she... she's shorter than Mace, uh, Mace Ruga. Yeah, she is. She's four eight. Mace... I like we have a measuring stick of how many Dora the Explorers is this Japanese wrestler. <laughs> I'm pretty sure May is four ten, so yes, she is shorter than <laughs> Dora the Explorer. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was a nice takeover. Yeah, shows like this do a great do job really showing off just how far some of these women have come to. Mm -hmm. I've, I've said it before on Twitter, but Mahiro may be one of my most improved of the year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. She actually wrestles with confidence now. Well, until she has to apologize, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're going somewhere with her. Her and her and uh, Kamiyu having sort of this falling out. Yeah. Having them tag together was probably one of the best decisions Teej made. It really elevated, yeah. I think, Mahiro's character on the roster. 
Especially because they have that history, so it had a good story with it. Mm-hmm. But I could, I would definitely want to see a few matches of them going against each other. With hopefully Mahiro coming out on top. <laughs> you know, if I'm being honest, Neko's ears are looking more dog-like today. Is she sad? Her ears are drooping. <laughs> it's because I want Neko to have gimmicked claws that actually leave like red lines from where she scratches people, maybe Eesh. with food coloring. Like she's Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> That's for Dark Neko. I'd be Dark down Neko. with Neko ending every single sentence with bub in English for no reason. <laughs> Just gonna be blinding the whole roster every match. She's the same height as Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, technically. We're yeah. measuring by that now, too. <laughs> How many Wolverines Wolverine. tall? I was going to say, put Haruna Neko with a, like a tall Joshi. Like, uh, like put her with like uh, Asuka or Vanny. Same person. Mm-hmm. And then have you can have Vanny pick up Haruna Neko and throw her. And then you have, you know, a good uh, speedball special. Fastball special. It's a cute dynamic. I've seen her team with Kami Yu before, and Kami Yu just like picks her up and throws her sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, nya, um, does nya, nya with her all the time. Yeah, you need to find a very, like, like a Kylan King. Like, put her with someone like that. Super tall and super short. Put her with Dr. Luther. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, Luther would love Haruna Neko. I'm still waiting for Luther to show up in uh, Japan. Right? You would think that he would show up at Chocopro at some point. And then by extension, show up in TJPW. Well, hopefully at least DDT, since they have the working relationship. You mean Deej? <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, if you want to go with the other nickname for TJPW, you can call it Dojo. I remember reading somewhere, I guess in the spirit of a kitty cat, let's say Reddit, uh, <laughs> people were wondering what Mahiro's gimmick is. Because, like, the Tej roster is stacked with so many personalities. Some, So some might say in comparison that Mahiro might be boring. But I don't quite agree with that. I, uh, I always see her as more of a... Uh, I don't know how to put this without going on a long diatribe, but she fills that niche of uh, the every woman wrestler, sort of the same way yeah. that Lulu Pencil did. She's a mm-hmm. perennial yes. underdog, but you want to cheer her on because she's just so earnest in her wrestling. That's a great way to describe it. And also she's uh, definitely the, uh, which I believe this is actually her backstory, but also she's very much a office lady or a OL, as the cool kids would call it. With her uh, apologizing and yeah she's just a very good citizen you know you need the one like kind of straight <laughs> yeah. forward person like she doesn't promotion. jaywalk she won't litter <laughs> <laughs> she'll apologize if the tea's too hot <laughs> in the theater that person usually represents the audience they mm-hmm. are the audience proxy i feel like she's definitely definitely the most normal person on the roster mm-hmm. yeah which it... Like, she's the one you could easily say isn't a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, the we'll see one... where that goes. You never know. <laughs> 2023. But because of this, just it just happens to make her an easy target for bullying and harassment on the roster, sadly. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, 2023 is going to be the year of Dark Mahiro. Ooh. Uh, 
the way TJ, TJPW books, it'll be like in 2028. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start getting the thieves in 2023, and then she'll lose to Yuka. Right about the time that the fourth up up girl shows up. <laughs> Maybe my hero is the fourth up up girl. Or who knows? Uh, Naito is a free agent now. Maybe he'll be the fourth up up girl. <laughs> Nako has put her heart into this match. Nako puts her heart in every match. Exactly. It's just she never gets the win, sadly. After all her hard work. Because she's not that good. Neko really just needs a... She needs that one... I feel like she doesn't have that move that really just, you know, has that oomph to it. Nah, she doesn't. That's why she needs to be able to punch through a woman's sternum. Mm. And to be honest, like, how serious can you take her with a cat gimmick? So, she can only go so far. Very Uh, serious. Very seriously. We take a kitty cat very seriously. Yeah, because if you don't, I'll ban you. Are you slandering cats on this podcast now, 138? Always. In the middle of a Mahiro bro- match? <laughs> cats are assholes. The biggest <laughs> cat mom on the roster? <laughs> oh, uh, her videos of her cat just swiping into the face are great. Even her own cat bullies her. Yep. <laughs> I, retweet, I retweet every picture of her cat when I see it, because, man, what a handsome boy. Boy? Girl? I don't know what her cat's... I don't even know her cat's <laughs> name. It's a they. It's a they, oh. <laughs> it's a they. I asked my friend. I was like, hey, can you just double check and make sure I'm saying this correctly? Like, how do you ask somebody what the name of their cat is? Because that could go wrong. Yeah, because my friend, yeah. <laughs> former Japanese to American translator, specifically American, not English. But he was like, why do you need to ask somebody what their cat's name is? And I'm like, don't worry about it. It's important. It's crucial information. I have a, uh, a Japanese mutual on Twitter who sometimes helps me translate things into Japanese for Raku, and I've been meaning to uh, work up the courage to pester them to ask Raku what the name of the pillow is, because <laughs> I think it should be called Sleepy the Pillow. Putting that on a hold, <laughs> Neko just got destroyed <laughs> by a spinebuster. Yeah. I think I said that, I, I feel like I said this somewhat recently on Twitter also, but my favorite part about my hero is that character-wise, you know, she's very apologetic and kind of submissive, and then in-ring-wise, she wrestles like a powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah. She just bullies people when she gets to it. It especially, it especially sticks out on this roster. She's like the Stan Hansen of TJPW. <laughs> I'll say, and her, her, um... Her spinebuster has just gotten better from this one she did right now, too. Well, you know what? Neko lost today, but this is 2021, okay? This does not, ref- does not reflect on my current 2023 year of the Neko agenda. She's still, she's still losing. Dark Whatever, Neko. this was two years ago. It doesn't matter anymore. She, she, she's going to be winning this year. I mean, with the p- This match never happened. This match never, I don't know what we just watched. Delete the footage. <laughs> I mean, with the pandemic, it was practically 17 years ago. So Exactly. Some things never change. Neko and Noah never win. I don't know if you'll um, ask the rest of the Twitter questions later, Void, but like the inspiration question, definitely Haruna Neko. Ah, I guess. Okay, I, I will ask that later. Oh, uh, right. I always forget that this is how Palms themes. Yeah, does. you ri- we we rarely ever get to actually hear Palms entrance music, so it's always like, oh yeah, that is your music. 
Yeah, I realized that one of the recent um, circuit shows where I, because I watched, I watched a few of them back to back, and Palm had matches on both, and I was like, "Who is this song?" And then an hour <laughs> later, when I watched the next one, I was like, "Who is this?" Oh yeah, right. It's Palm. It's the best member of the roster. Look how many pom poms. Yeah. Look how many pom poms she has in her hair. Max hasn't taken them yet. <laughs> Ever. I remember. Be- Oh, good. Okay. Uh, I was like, I remember being so excited when they announced this match because, like, it's one of those matches you would never think of, but putting these two together is just amazing. I always forget that Trans Am Hiroshi has such a great entrance, too. This is mm, yeah, smooth. This music is sounding real nice. Have you ever heard yeah. his band that he has with uh, Antonio Honda? I see them on Twitter often. It's pretty good. Yes. Good friends. I have listened to as much as RoboCop 3, the musical, as I can find. <laughs> oh, he's not coming out with the, uh, oh man, no, uh, no afro today. No. Oh, he heard you guys talking shit about karate last week. <laughs> so he showed up. <laughs> Look at this. Well, technically I was only talking shit about point karate. <laughs> I don't remember. That show never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Delete the show. I'm really digging his uh, his Cassiopeia influenced uh, entrance music here. <laughs> yeah, is it on Spotify? I want to add it to my playlist. I just realized probably nobody who listened to this has any idea who Cassiopeia is, but go uh, Google them. They're a great Japanese <laughs> funk band. <laughs> it's spelled just like the constellation, but not quite right. Or the League of Legends character for those of you who are very young. I know nothing about League of Legends. I play once in a while. I have never played League of Legends. Yeah. The community kind of scares me a bit, but I do like the <laughs> gameplay. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've ever heard about it, is that the community is shit, so... <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, hold on, where... Come on, Palm! Kick some ass! Holy shit! Bow last, be brutal! Oh, look at her. She's so, so polite. So polite. <laughs> I also realize no knee pads too. She's uh, playing with fire. Yeah, she, I know the kata she's... he's doing. I I know how to do it. <laughs> I've done that before. Nice. You mean you know how to stand there, like no, this with is... your legs slightly spread apart and your arms all stiff? Yes, they teach they teach you this at brown belt. <laughs> yeah, this is horse dance. I think. Oh my god! Look at what oh, doing. Oh, with the Wotege. Look at her go. Listen, whatever Palm's doing looks sure as hell more so important uh, than what I had to so do. It's, I believe I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's uh, Wotege, I believe, which is a common dance you see at idol shows. Not, not So what belt far. level is that? <laughs> I just call it Palm Jutsu. Oh, he is not happy. I'm just so glad we're getting to see some Karate Palm today. <laughs> I love Karate Palm. That was one of my favorites in the Palm Appreciation Rankings. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about he that. made her cry. Poor Palm just can't get away from people being mean and scary. Nope. He made her cry. She can sing very well. She's got she's got some pipes. <laughs> oh, she does. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and kick oh, to the Oh, possum. Yeah, horse stance can't protect you against, you know, kicks to the <laughs> shin. There, There is a specific kick in karate that is meant for the shins, mm-hmm. so I would say Palm is very proficient in karate. Palm is a black belt, obviously. Palm's a, obviously. You can't kick shins like that if you weren't a black belt. 
Yeah, it's it looks like she's playing, but those are very precise, deadly kicks. Absolutely. Oh, that's the punch Nako needs. <laughs> Water is Palm's uh, Palm's zone. Which is why she wasn't at the pool show, because she'd be too powerful. Ooh. <laughs> he chopped the karate chop to the ponytail. Or you could say he chopped the pom-poms. Yeah. Man, this was just prepping Pom for her first <laughs> match against Maxi Impeller. That's what I love about the inspiration shows. You won't see a match like this often. Yeah, just, right. They bring a lot of outside people in. Oh, he's oh. taking off the weighted belt. <laughs> We're reaching Goku versus Perfect Cell level. You know, here. I learned choking in karate, but not like this. This oh. is way more effective. <laughs> this is uh, mixed martial arts. Absolutely. Way more effective. See, this is what Dana White should have invested in instead of Power Slap. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. That was dumber than the XFL. <laughs> I mean, the XFL at least was football. Yeah. You know, a real sport. Like, all that comp all the competitive that? slapping is dumb, but power slap is even worse. Beautiful takeover. You can say what you want about Palm, but she has a wonderful mm -hmm. dropkick. That probably hurts. Except that it looks like it hurts, it looks like it hurts her more than her opponent half the time. <laughs> exactly. She just lands straight. She lands straight on her back. That's because she's putting her all into it. Yep. She puts her body on the line. She's committed to the business, man. <laughs> For the love of the game. Palms, palm palms are still looking great. None of them have gone missing yet. <laughs> and she's got a, a sleeper on Trans Am. She's on his back. She's just not giving it up. See, she's just like Raku. She put him to sleep. A little more violently than Raku, but, you This know, just shows how bad of a referee Kiso is, because he should just called it there. This just shows how good Karate Palm is. <laughs> well, Trans Am did do a closed fist punch to her head. <laughs> oh, he's gathering his chakra. Uh-oh. He's meditating. He's getting ready. He's, en he's entering the <laughs> avatar state. <laughs> you know, I did have a class once where we all just lied on the floor, arms spread apart, legs spread apart, and we just closed our eyes for a whole hour. <laughs> yeah, I, we if, all went to kindergarten. <laughs> did you pay for that? <laughs> yes. If anyone, so you took a pretty nap? Pretty much for that whole hour. <laughs> If anyone didn't know what we were doing, they would have just thought it was like a children's massacre that happened in this building. I would say, was this preschool? <laughs> no, this is... <laughs> was it nap time? No, I think I was maybe like 14 years old, 15 years old at this point. The fuck? Was this in... Just asking, was this in Guyana in the 80s by any chance? <laughs> no, not that old. Okay. <laughs> not that old. All right, rub it in, jeez. I know, not right? Yeah. What am, I, what am I saying? I'm not even that Shit. old. <laughs> what are you saying? That, that, one, that one hurt. <laughs> 
Now she's going to beat him at meditation. Mm-hmm. How do you call this match? Sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> They're both just sitting there. See, I did this for like an hour, but just lying on my back instead. <laughs> and look how powerful you became. <laughs> what belt is naps? <laughs> I did this before I was a black belt, because I don't know if they would do this for black belt classes. Palm has found her Santa. <laughs> well, the palm confuses Hiroshi. <laughs> the student becomes the master. Palm, palm sensei. Well, there's nothing inside, so now she's centered. <laughs> she's gathering all the power of everybody in Harajuku. Palm is just too powerful. We're singing now. Yep. Threw off her game. Huh? Oh, we went from karate to Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? See, there she goes. Pumpkin singing. Right. Do you hear that? She won. <laughs> like a siren. Dude, Pump will be great in a metal band. Yeah. When's the uh? When's the big crossover? Like, uh, you know. So I, there's certainly a metal band out there that'll take Pom. I'm surprised Pom's not already in one on her weekend jobs. Well, maybe Pom. her weekday jobs, because most of these shows air on the weekend. I'm going to recruit Pom from my hardcore band, Angela's Mouse Sounds. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, TJPW loves idol groups so much. Get a metal idol group together. You know, I'm, I'm sure Bandmade will do it. With what songs? <laughs> uh, I was going to name bandmade songs, but I feel like we'd be getting past the point there at that point. This would become a bandmade podcast. We can have our own Up Up Girl subunit, um, like baby metal style. <laughs> down Down Girls. That, that's already Hikari. <laughs> <laughs> they have to move Hikari over to that group. Yeah, the, the left right girls. Yeah. See, Pom can, Pom can be reasoned with. You gotta calm her down first, though. And he's done that, which is incredible. I don't think it's gonna last too long. Pom's getting antsy here. Everybody knows that vocal scatting is the easiest way to uh, tame the beast. That's how you assert your dominance over your opponent. Yeah, that's why Scatman John was so powerful. Gonna have a crimp. Listen to her! This is one of those times I wish we had a translator. <laughs> so big, bright smile. Well, when we start getting that sponsorship money, we can afford to get Mr. Haku. Mr. Haku, please be on our podcast. Oh, that'd be amazing. You gotta pay, you gotta pay him first. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he don't do that shit for free. As Mister ha- as Mister Haku has told me plenty of times, <laughs> and I've joked about it. Uh, I don't work for free. I'll give him um an invitation to Saki Sama's to Saki Sama's ball in France. 
I was recruiting for that ball at the end of the year. I'll do it again. I'm all, can we pay him in hats? <laughs> we just got to get hats. Mr. Haku loves yep. his hats. Oh, yes, he does love his hats. We can pay him in hats? You haven't seen yeah. his tweets? We Probably. might be able to work that. Do we have the budget for that? We don't have a budget. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. the baguettes I'm getting is coming right out of your pocket. Oh. Yeah, you guys owe me like four grand for editing so far. <laughs> He's going to send you a bunch of uh, leftover bread that he finds out back behind Greg's. You would never do such a thing, Void, right? <laughs> no. No, right? Does Greg's even sell? I don't know what Greg's actually sells. He's going to give her dumpster bread? I thought he was going to whip her for a second. Right? Go full Cody Rhodes with it. <laughs> Pom, Pom could have taken him. Cody Rhodes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. Sure t- and Trans Emiroshi. Oh my god, can you imagine Pum with a neck tattoo? No. It'll be better than that bullshit fucking Cody Rhodes has. Pum would wrestle with two torn triceps and still win. <laughs> <laughs> well, she just needs that shin kick. We're talking neck tattoos. Pum should get a neck tattoo of Max. <laughs> or Raku. Raku. What's. I'm trying to think, what's the Japanese equivalent of that weirdo American Nightmare tattoo? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, ladder. Ooh, what's going to happen here? Are they changing the lights? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, a, it was a hardcore match, wasn't it? No, they're changing the lights. Boyd had it right. No, no this was a hardcore wonder. match. This was... Yeah, this was a hardcore yeah, match. Yeah, it was, it was Noah and Now, and it was definitely a hardcore match. Oh, right. This is the Noah Now hardcore mm-hmm. match. I forgot about this one. I like how that plywood's like like a millimeter thick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has, what, broken glass on it? <laughs> no. no. I thought it was like no plastic way. water bottles glued to it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not glass. <laughs> I do like, though, that we're setting up this violent match, just jamming. To this funky uh, music? Because you, you have to put hardcore in quotation marks because it's TJPW. <laughs> Sorry, death magic. match. If oh, you put hardcore in quotation, people will get the really wrong idea. <laughs> like raw XXX. <laughs> are we watching on Russell Universe, guys, or are we on a different website? I mean, if it's a pheromones match, it's the same difference. Every time, <laughs> every time a pheromones match comes on, I'm like, what website am I on? I'm still Dude, waiting. They. They uploaded a video on YouTube the other day where you could clearly see asshole from fucking I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's great. There's been a few times where they... I, that's a big difference. I, um, there's been a few times where they've uploaded like a thumbnail and you can tell that YouTube put their foot down because <laughs> the video will disappear for a minute and then come back with a completely different thumbnail. <laughs> but no, I'm waiting, for a, I'm waiting for a good pheromones match in AEW. Oh yeah, American <laughs> audiences will love it. Yeah, totally. I don't know. With, Against the ass boys. With current culture, I think <laughs> they probably get canceled really quick. Oh yeah. I was waiting, uh I forgot oh man, I forgot who I said I wanted to see. I think it was uh the acclaimed with uh Billy Gunn versus uh Bur- versus Pharaoh. That would be amazing. Let's get that let's get that on a Peter Pan show. Yeah. I would Absolutely. I would love to see that. That would be amazing. Cue the violin. Still one of the best intro. Movies. Oh, her music, yeah, definitely. Looks. Uh, she brought the paper fan. Yes. Yeah. This, this is their this is their hardcore variant. <laughs> I just can't remember. Was this her gear at the time, or is she wearing no it's, special? It's hardcore just special gear? hardcore variant. Okay. 
Yeah, she doesn't usually wear those pants, I think. Yeah. The top, I think. She's got Maceruga's backpack. <laughs> that backpack is yeah. way too loose. Excuse me. This gear kind of reminds me of Emi Sakura. <laughs> it does, the purple. The purple on the one shoulder, yeah. yeah. Well, I imagine they pay so that much backpack. for their gear, so they don't want to take the risk of ripping it in a match like this. That is a safety hazard. Tight in your backpack, Missy. Oh, this banger of a song. Her old music. I'm Alive, the theme exclusive for death matches. Though I think this is like the only and first time she's gotten to use it. Because <laughs> she doesn't get any death matches. <laughs> she didn't use it against Rina Yamashita? What was that? I think, no, this was, I think, was that before? That was, that was before. That was inspiration number one. Okay, this is her, I don't know if she used it. Because I think this was, this theme came out around this time that this show aired. I remember it was like at the end of a year. Yeah, I don't think so because... I got confused for it. I thought she was wearing a toque. Because <laughs> most of her hardcore matches have been in DDT where she didn't get her own entrance, so... This is the... I still can't believe Kuro-chan. Uh, Kuro-chan was in a death match. Uh, I don't... I can't... It's hard to describe how weird that is. <laughs> that Kuro-chan fought on... For those that aren't aware, in, it was uh, during the pandemic, I think, one of the Peter Pan shows where it was... It was... On, um, Anita and like Maki Ito and Chris Brooks mm-hmm. and Noah. And yes. They had Kuro-chan, who's a... I don't know how to... Not a comedian. I don't know how to describe him other than creepy. <laughs> but uh, for those that know him, it, like that's such a surreal Wrestling's crossover. Wrestling's creepy uncle. <laughs> no, it, yeah, you have no idea. Uh, look up uh, Monster House or Monster Idol. Either one or two different series he did. With uh, specifically the the Gaki no Sukai cast Wednesday downtown, uh, he's oh, a weird, weird dude. Man, I really wish you I know, could. That was a. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. No, I was say I wish I could rock pants like Noah. Those are fucking awesome. I, I her pants look really good. I wish she kind of kept it for like normal. Right, pants. she looks way more. That's aged. a great look. I'm just good. waiting for her to become MDA all day. If Maki Ito can, why can't I? <laughs> Why did they throw the chairs down? <laughs> it's about respect. They had the chairs, they were circling, they threw the chairs down and went fisticuffs. I say, was this before they were ever a tag team? There we go, now we got the chair back, it's okay. Yes, yeah, right? I think Free Wi-Fi was born after this Yeah, match. I think so too, yeah. Yeah, Free Wi-Fi didn't form until, yeah, not that long after this, I think. I'm assuming this is the starting point. Oh, <laughs> Their fingers. Right? That's the yeah, same thing I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, oh, the fingers. Oh, It's okay. You don't need them. TJPW really does a lot of finger spots now that I think about it. Finger spots, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's a way to put it. Uh, fr- uh, phrasing. TJPW. We do finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have Jenga Neck make that poster promotional poster next? We we do fingering. Yeah, guys, talk TJPW. talk about the podcast using the hashtag TJP or watch teach fingering. <laughs> I've tried so hard to make this a legitimate show <laughs> and got so far. <laughs> oh, we got Jesus. we got to three and a half episodes. We're getting uh, canceled. What do we got? <laughs> it's a boombox. Boombox, a toolbox, maybe. I can't tell what that is. Oh, it's a toolbox. Okay, <laughs> a I'm gonna say Hakari Caster out here. Oh, oh, it's, it's a... a fire extinguisher box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
But is it... Re- it's a hardcore match, ref. What the fuck? You don't it- give a shit about any of this in any other match. They can do whatever the hell they want, and then when they want to use weapons in a hardcore match, now you start to fuck around. No! I told you, Kiso's a net. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, my backpacks are okay. <laughs> the real question is, was that fire extinguisher, was it rated for electrical fires, or was it... You know, was it CO2? Was it dry foam? What type of fire extinguisher is it? <laughs> Me, the casual fan, will not understand without being told. Well, I think it was one of those extinguishers that deals with fire. <laughs> See, they didn't give me a video package to let me know about that, so how was I supposed to know? Oh, I miss video packages. Ooh! The way she dropped. She went through the cardboard? Glow sticks? It's like the poster board you get at the dollar store. Don Quixote here. (laughs) You just glue. Those are my favorite poster boards. I still have my, uh, I still have my sign that got me. Oh yeah, they are glow sticks. Oh, it's burnt copies of her CD. (laughs) Glow sticks It's it's like the company would ever release, like, an actual, like, copies. (laughs) That's where her second song is. (laughs) <laughs> the burnt copies. I'm sure they've released them. They just only sell them at the venue, so nobody's bought them. <laughs> oh, that glow stick went flying. And it cracked it and actually turned them on. You can see. <laughs> like I said, it was a crowdfunded song, so Hikari's going to do all the promoting herself. This is how she's promoting it. Just rolling now in it <laughs> her, her See, it's actually in, it's actually an interpretive wrestling match that's her talking about going around the world to tour <laughs> that's what's great about wrestling you got to read between the lines not between the ropes <laughs> oh is it for she does the spin yeah there we go ref doesn't care about the ladder Still, fire extinguisher too much. <laughs> the fire extinguisher must have been, like, out of use. Like, don't use by this date, past this date. They didn't get it, the license renewed for it. If you waste this, the fire marshal will have our ass. <laughs> TJPW office didn't want to have to pay to get it recharged. Hmm. Exactly. Jinjuku face was like, uh-uh, nah. We're not paying for that. Well, it's Japan. I'm pretty sure there's a regulation saying you can't let it off unless there's an actual fire or get fined. Oh, no, I'm sure you can. It's a death match. They'll understand. Prime Minister, you know, Shinzo Abe at the time, you know, RIP, would, uh, you know, totally be down with it. I'm sure. Speaking of Abe's, Miho Abe is sick right now and needs lots of help. Like, she sent out a request for, like, medical supplies and medicine and vitamins and stuff. You heard it, Watch Teach. Get on it. Do we have... I don't think we have a name for our fans yet, do we? We're not that far into being a successful Swedish podcast. <laughs> Switzerland? 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 Uh, duh, crap. We, we are Switzerland. Not Swedes. Switzerland. <laughs> well, there goes our fan base. I ruined it, guys. Our fan base. We just lost all our Switzerland uh, fans. I'm so sorry. Edit that out. <laughs> Everyone who donates to that cause, um, I will personally ship a bag uh, a bag of Canadian milk to your front doors. It <laughs> 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 is my promotion. Buy me Ho Abbey vitamins. Get a bag of milk. <laughs> 
Bags of milk have vitamins in them. Maybe we should just send Miho Abe a whole bunch of bags of milk. Watch, Teach. We get milk. <laughs> we get milk. I almost did not recognize uh, Endo down there in the corner. Huh? Where is she? She's uh, right next to that's Mocha and Endo right there. Down oh, there her hair is not as colorful, not as fruity. Yeah, she has yeah. half of it dyed, but it's like that's the least colorful. She has the front Endo's blonde hair. streak, but not much. Her hair just changes every like week. <laughs> it's hard. That's to my favorite up. part of following her on Twitter. Is <laughs> what is her hair going to look like this week? And it always yeah. looks good. She's got one of the strongest scalps ever. I don't know how she's not bald yet <laughs> <laughs> with all the hair dye. How'd you know it's not a wig? Her whole style, she's she's just a candy kid from the 90s. That's her gimmick. I have a feeling, call it a hunch, I have a feeling she's very good at Dance Dance Revolution. Right? <laughs> I can see that. I can see her dancing with glow sticks. Taking all of her might not to jump in this match. <laughs> <laughs> There's one guy in the crowd wearing an angry panda shirt, and it's just hypnotizing me every time. Oh. <laughs> That's a good shirt. Yeah, well, shout out to Chums fan. Is that what it says, right? Chums? Chums, yeah. Yep, Chums. Whatever that means. Oh! Ooh. Don't do that. That's like money Ow. out of her own pocket. Makari <laughs> did to make these CDs. She learned from the best. She's trying to keep her job in Link. <laughs> That's the Maki Ito joke. Uh, if you don't understand, go watch uh, Joe Shizzle's video on Maki Ito, the fired idol. A kitty cat's very good at plugging things. <laughs> Everything but our show. <laughs> when I had my, uh, when I did that AMA with Aki, I, uh, I even plugged uh, TJPW, and yet they still don't respond to my emails. And I learned from Joe Shizzle that even uh, sending a secret note disguised as fan mail home with Hyper Masao won't work. So that was my second idea, and can't do that anymore. Yeah, it's hard to get in contact. This is why we're really careful not to use anything from tjpw no sound no video no iconography no logos nada oh jeez. Ooh, that almost hit the camera get up front that bounced yeah come on get up yeah come on rub some dirt in it my favorite ref moment uh was b Priestley in stardom took one hell of a hit to the back of the head, was on the ground, and uh, Yellow Shoes there goes up to her face and screams, B. Priestley, get up! You're not hurt! <laughs> <laughs> I love Japanese refs. Easily my favorite refs. <laughs> Especially Kizo and his, uh, his English counting. If that's not in the AW video game, I'm not buying it. Kiso DLC. <laughs> yeah, just I I would pay Tony Khan. I know you're listening out there. Uh, I would pay a hundred dollars for DLC just to have Kiso as a ref, <laughs> just so I can hear one two. Well, if it's like any average new video game, it's gonna be all DLC. Rad. I'm just waiting for the Chocopro DLC too. I know Tony Khan is a uh, a very loyal listener of this podcast. I'm sure he, he just is. 
He just hasn't promoted us yet on his Twitter. He probably won't, because if you think that me and Chris Brooks have ag... <laughs> I've said a lot of mean things about Tony Khan. <laughs> I'm still convinced Tony Khan lurks Reddit. It seems like a very Tony Khan thing to do. Oh, he definitely does. If he was on all those old forums back in the day, he's definitely on Reddit. Anyway, Tony Khan, I know you're listening. Uh, oh, her face is not looking good. It's ketchup. Because we know women aren't supposed to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> it's ketchup. Women can't Very bleed. Very much dating the podcast here with the AEW deathmatch uh, hot takes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember. Maybe it's glow stick. <laughs> yeah, maybe like a pink glow stick just burst on her face. Oh, God. Glow sticks in her eye. Ugh. That happened to me once. It was terrible. Yeah, it's not fun. What the hell? How did you do that? I had I went to like a school dance and then you get glow sticks at the school dance and I bent it too much and it like got in my eyeball. The fuck? <laughs> you see glow sticks in Canada come in bags? <laughs> they come in bags. <laughs> like bags of glow stick juice? Yeah. Right next to the milk aisle. <laughs> they just sell glow sticks there. Yeah, the milk aisle, the glow stick aisle, the poutine aisle. The poutine aisle, yes. Just already made poutines uh, hmm. right in the same aisle. They're just sold like that. I almost had poutine today. Taco Bell in Canada serves poutine. Almost every place in Canada. McDonald's sells poutine everywhere. Burger King sells poutine. My college roommate's from Toronto. And one of the first times that we ever brought him to Taco Bell, he was like, yeah, can I get a ta Or he was like, yeah, can I get poutine? <laughs> and we're like, what are you talking Like, What are you talking about? You will have a hard time not finding a Canadian place that doesn't sell poutine. Yeah, he was very confused. Well, I had gravy fries today. That's basically poutine without the cheese. The cheese curds are necessary. Yeah, not like so not poutine at all. The cheese curds are awful. You're awful. Use Vermont Cabot Sharp. What the fuck oh. is that? That sounds too pretentious for me. <laughs> it does. No, you need cheese curds for poutine. Hi, guys. Welcome to Poutine Cast. <laughs> this is our podcast where we discuss different types of poutines. Let's just jump into it. <laughs> Anyway, yes, you need cheese curds. Otherwise, it's not if it's not squeaking, you're not having good poutine. Mm -hmm. Seeing that Hikari I hate the feel on teeth. <laughs> Seeing that Hikari has ketchup all over her face. Uh, what's everyone's favorite condiment? Weird question. Hmm. <laughs> right now, I would say honey mustard. I bet she's a big like. <laughs> I bet she's a big like QP mayo fan. It is delicious. I don't even know what that is. It is very delicious. It's not Japanese mayo. It's mayonnaise that's made just with the yolk. Oh. I've been wanting to try that. Yeah. It's like it's like a little bit... It's hard to describe how different it is from, like, Hellman's. It, it's yeah. good. It's, it's, it's solid. It's a solid. I'm not a big fan of mayonnaise, but I am a fan of Kewpie mayonnaise. Ego Panic <laughs> at Ego Panic asks... What's your favorite Hikari Noir succeeds moment? Is there any? Oh, we're back at questions. <laughs> well, she pretty much only has the winning the IP title, right? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like What else does she have other than that? Why would Ego why would Ego ask this question? We've been over that Hikari doesn't succeed that much. 
But I guess I w- we will say that when she did beat Kami Yuda, become the IP champion, since yeah. that's like the only title she's ever won. Yep. And but it was a singles title, so yeah. that's huge. She won that before Miyu. That's more titles than Raku. Who wins the Princess Cup first, Hikari Noah or Palm Harajuku? Palm. 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 Oh, that was a good spot. Oh, that was good. That's one way well, to. Uh... Does Hikari win this match? I would uh, assume yes. I, I could answer that, but... <laughs> yeah, leave it as a surprise. Because, I mean, if so, this match would be a good qualifier, yeah? We've already spoiled this podcast that Neo Bishiki-gun win the titles at one time. <laughs> that was... It's, everyone knows! <laughs> yeah, we already spoiled it. No more spoilers. If they're not up to two years ago. If they're not up to date on TGPW, that's their own fault. That's their fault for listening to this podcast. Okay, I would assume you would watch. Yeah, we're trying to some of it. We're trying to get new fans interested in the product, so we can't go around spoiling everything. I don't give a shit about new fans. You were the one who did all <laughs> of the spoilers. I mean, we, I mean, we just did spoil that Hakari won the international princess title. Or, yeah, right. She yeah. Just, she came out with the belt. <laughs> was that a spoiler? She was just holding it. She's just holding it. Yeah. Or Yuka, or whoever took it from her. <laughs> I'm all stiff forearms to the ass. I think I think Yuka took it for. I think she lost it to Yuka. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was it was a, it's a nice belt she was holding. It'd be a shame if she lost oh. it. You know. Yeah, right. She won it from Yuki and then lost it to Ito, right? Yeah, Maki Ito. Right, right. Oh yeah, she did. Fun fact: uh, Kamiyu winning the belt was the first TJPW clip I think I ever saw. Nice. Because that's when she still had uh, Old McDonald as her theme song. <laughs> mm. Which, I like her new theme song, but man, nothing beats, uh, you know, that royalty-free YouTube cover of Old <laughs> McDonald. I don't think any theme can ever top that one. Like Old McDonald, Canadian Tuxedo, what a time. The most American of outfits, a Canadian Tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> North American. Yeah, same country. America's hat. Questionable. Continent. <laughs> yeah, everybody's favorite American, Ange. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about being called American today. She's Canada's favorite daughter. I'm Canada's favorite daughter. Watch Teach. We get Canada. <laughs> we get Canada. <laughs> oh, did she mean to do that? Like, what was the point of that? (laughs) I feel like that would actually kind of hurt. I wonder what hurts more, getting hit by that or getting hit by uh, Himawari's hair? The hair. It's the hair, definitely. Definitely the hair. Yeah, probably the hair. I think I view that as a very violent weapon. It should be banned. That would have been more useful to do like a paper cut than actually hitting with it. Yeah, like if you got the side of that thing on someone's face, that'd be a gusher. Like her, her now's head. I'm surprised it's not leaking mustard. What a bridge! Yeah, her bridge is great. That's my favorite Hikari succeeds moment. Is Hikari has a beautiful bridge. <laughs> well, yeah. congratulations, Hikari. She did it. This answers your question, Ego. This is the best moment she succeeded in. <laughs> yeah, one of the three times. One of the few death matches matches she actually did. The moment she birthed the tag team. And then free Wi-Fi was born born out of this, yes. And then they've never won since. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should really let her use this theme more often. The theme's great. I really like this theme. Like get your fists pumping. Yeah, well she has the new one now, so she's always gonna use that one. 
Eagle said he streamed this over 200 times last <laughs> podcast episode. It is a very good song. It's just like how one of my top three songs of the year apparently was Upper Kick. <laughs> you should have been on the podcast last episode. Then, <laughs> so, yeah. When we listened so, to yeah, that. Yeah, we got to listen to it seven <laughs> times. You would have loved the last episode. <laughs> yeah, it was... I'm trying to think, because in my top five, it was not just Upper Kick, but it was also Choco Love Me Do, which is yes. Miu's theme. Choco Love Me Do Supremacy. The worst of the three. No, that's the best of the three. No, Raku's is the best of the three. I know you two think that. Kitty Cat, what do you think? It's Choco Love Me Do? Yeah, Choco Love Me Do is definitely... Okay, that's the we... song that I put on in the morning when I don't want to go to work to wake me up. <laughs> it's an okay song. I'll be driving in like a... I'll be driving in like a snowstorm. <laughs> You'll be driving and then you have to take your hands off the wheel to do the hand uh, signs. Yeah, every time. Marshmallow Cacao Station is transcendent. Yep. Chocolate Let Me Do is sensational. I'll give Miu it start, her song starts strong, but then she tries the rap and that's when it all comes off the rails. To be fair, the, uh, the Up Up Girls are known for their uh, rap montages. Like the fact that Upper Chop is directly taken from what little. Lil Wayne, right? No, Lil John. What? No idea. Little John? <laughs> it's, it's taking from, yeah, instead of shots, 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 it's chop, chop, chop. Oh. <laughs> Can we have a Little John remix of Upper Chop? Yeah. It's like that Cooking by the Book song. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lil John is the fifth up, up girl. <laughs> Someone has to like clip this, and then when he debuts by the end of the year. <laughs> I have a new edit I need to make. <laughs> Little John. Yeah, can't wait for next, uh, you know. I, well, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the show. The Japanese New Year concert. Where it's going to be uh, Little John and DJ Namba. Yes. Tearing it up. <laughs> 2024. I can't believe we actually just watched a match where Hikari won. <laughs> I'm surprised. Right? They're so few and far between. I was going to pick Inspiration 1 where we had the death match against Rina Yamashita. And I was like, I can't do that without Ego. And then I picked the <laughs> other show where We have to watch wins. that one when Ego's here. Definitely. Nah. He never gets to see a match where she wins. <laughs> he picked that show last time where technically you could say she was the final winner. Yeah, technically. Also, before somebody on Twitter corrects me, uh, it's the Kohaku I'm thinking of. The Japanese New Year tradition of uh, a... Uh, Team Red versus Team White uh, musical performance. Very fun time. Fun to watch, even if you don't speak Japanese. Speaking of fun, Amy at AmyHay underscore underscore, who's the next pop champion gonna be, and why is it gonna be Raku? Well, it's obviously gonna be Mizuki. Um, Raku can challenge her if she wants after. Mm. It should definitely be Mizuki. Raku will it's, never it's touch that thing. It's gonna be Yuka winning it from herself somehow. <laughs> Raku will win whatever title she wishes to. Nah. When she wants to. <laughs> she is biding her time. She is fighting these battles as a mortal woman, not using her godly powers. I don't think God Raku would rob her disciples of that opportunity, so in due time. Well, in real life, she at most she'll get the tag belts, but that's about it. Well, Raku's going to win the Princess of Princess Champion, and then that year she's going to go on, and she's also going to somehow win Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> Is Japan part of Eurovision? Somehow. <laughs> Is Japan part of 
Yes, Japan, the well-known European. Is Japan country. part of Asia? <laughs> Japan, new European country. I mean, Asia is connected by land to Europe, so technically speaking, you know, they're. Technically, everywhere's connected by land, but there's water on top of it. Yeah. Technically correct. The best kind of correct. Hi, guys. Welcome to Geography Cast. <laughs> First, we're history, now we're geography. We're covering, we're a variety podcast. We're covering all the sciences. Okay, they're almost done cleaning up the ketchup stains from the ring. <laughs> Even though the ring's pink, it could have already blended in. I know. I wonder if I wonder if Noah got cut the hard way or she bladed. Uh, look at Suzu. Look at Suzume. She found it. She's like, oh yeah, one more spot. Gotta get it clean. Hakari was out of the ring for a while, and all of them were like helping her out. Suspicious. I think so they just squirted bladed. ketchup on her face. <laughs> I think they just squirted ketchup all over her face. That was so evil of them. I blame her. So Endo, Suzume. Knowing her, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Noah was like, nope, I got a blade. Right. She's the Ric Flair TJPW. It's a hardcore match. Someone has to blade. Noah is the John Moxley of TJPW. Give <laughs> her a chance to blade and she'll do it. FBH at FBH on the topic of inspiration, which TJPW wrestler inspires you all the most, and why is it Yuki Arai? <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, hi FBH. I recognize you this time. Second of all, no. <laughs> Yukira is not an inspiration. She's a wolf in sheep's clothing, playing innocent in order to gain the affection and head pats up from the roster. <laughs> so, no. If you do want an actual answer, then it's Haruna Neko. She's been losing for five years now and hasn't lost heart. Oh, yeah, this is why there was no up up girls, because they know they can't compete. <laughs> exactly. When I think of Unimon, my uh, favorite thing to think about is that uh, when Aki did an AMA for the sub, somebody asked him, who's the loudest member of the Shoko Pro roster? <laughs> and without without even thinking, he went straight to Unimon. Yeah, that was just a given. He's like, everything about her just carries. The Up Up girls are shaking watching this performance. <laughs> That's why they didn't show up today. Yuna put so much work into her singing and dancing. Even when it wasn't working, she just stuck with it, and she right. practiced, and she practiced, and she tried things out, and she eventually found out what worked and what fit. Oh, yeah. And now she is just an utterly unique star. Yeah, from everything I've seen, it's, it's pretty hard doing that underground idol kind of job, so she stuck it out and made it. I generally thought Unimon would fit into Tej really well, but she seems to be going like the stardom route. Yeah, she would. Yeah. Like I would I think see she's her... still technically freelance, but I think nah. she's also recovering from a injury, which is why she hasn't wrestled in a little while now. Honey. Ah. Yeah. But then she was appearing on New Blood and then appearing on Stardom. Yeah. So I was thinking, uh, she seems to be leaning towards there. Well, but I think well, she deserves all the success in the world. If she went to start on full time, I think they she'd pretty much be like another Waka. No, Yuna can fucking bring it. She will absolutely destroy if she wants to. She has a lot of comedic moments and spots to her, but she will destroy. 
Nah, if, if, if she was against God's Eye, she would kick their ass. Like, she may <laughs> lose, but they would know that they were in a fight. Also, uh, fun fact, now that Maggie Rabbi are entering here, the very first Asia Dream Tag Team Champions were actually Saki yep. and Mizuki. I think I did read that somewhere. That was something Yeah. for the records. Yeah. Yeah, they were the very first. So this is a this is a uh, a meeting of uh, former teammates. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Like I love Choco Pro, but goddamn, those belts are ugly as hell. That's what makes them so great. They're wonderful. They can be used as like a weapon. They're pointy. The they are dangerous. Yeah, I would say yeah, they're dangerous. <laughs> A lot of combination themes don't work in wrestling. I know. Ivy. The Magi Rabbies does. Yeah, I think theirs is fine. I, I don't get annoyed with listening to this one. Mm. You do get annoyed listening to Daydream, though, don't you? Oh, uh, don't start with that. We need to delete that file out of their records. See, but I would want them to actually make actual remix of the songs instead of just cutting from one to the other like they do. I mean, they kind of do with this. The one that may be surprised, that one seemed almost seamless, though. Because their themes sound very similar. With Meisuruga and Suzume. Maybe surprise. I don't even remember that one. <laughs> no, that one's pretty good. They uploaded it on um, their YouTube channel, Teach's YouTube channel. Well, now that they have a bona fide musical superstar in... Uh, um, oh, no. All right. Boomer Brain. No. Yuki, all right. Everybody knows that I'm a, I'm a fake Uehara fan. No idea. Uh, Wakana. Don't do it, they're evil. I told him. The Japanese equivalent of haha, too slow, and then running your hand <laughs> through your hair. You know, at this point, this is like two months after Maju Rabbi beat Neil Bishkigan at Wrestle Princess 2 for the titles. Ugh, I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. Round and round they go. <laughs> that is adorable. Are we about it to see hard. a kaiju battle? I'm like, her just, Saki just getting up on the rope and pointing to her ass is a funny visual. I thought she was about to pull a Jushin Thunder Liger here. Right? Oh my... I need to rewatch that spot. I fucking love that spot from PWG. <laughs> that spot is a general who's who of yeah. popular wrestlers. Yep. You spot somebody new every time you watch it. Like back when PWG was like in its stride and was really good. Aww. Heart. <laughs> you guys like, hell no. <laughs> that was a closed fist. A heat seeking rabbi rocket. <laughs> that wrath only cares about fire extinguishers. <laughs> well, we know the we know the rules about TJPW. If it's cute, it's legal. I think that only works in Choco Pro. 
<laughs> and when Mesa Rogue is around. No, Chocolate Pro has actual rules. They run a tight ship. No, I think Aki's made it canon for TJ. Chocolate Pro has only had one gun-related uh, incident. TJPW has at least several a year, mostly <laughs> due to Hyper Masao. So this is Saki, not Saki Akai, not Saki Sama, just Saki, <laughs> all capital letters. Yep. Yeah, like uh, MF Doom. Hashtag not my Saki. <laughs> That's not my Saki. Unlike Yuki, 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 and Yuki. Hashtag not my Yuki. <laughs> oh, Miyu, 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 Mayu, Mayu, Maya. There's so many M names in Tej. Mocha, <laughs> Miyu, Miyu. Watch, I'm blanking. Mizuki. As somebody with a lisp, I'm very happy that there's not that many S names. <laughs> Sakisama, and yeah, I don't talk. I don't say that name. <laughs> Tropical Wild. And this is where Mizuki died. <laughs> Mizuki's dead. <laughs> Tropical Wild would be fun to have in the Max Heart tournament. Yeah. Like, we've had guests, like, before, like, Benny Yu. It'd be great to have them bring in more guests. You could tell who's been trained by Emi Sakura based on, you know... How based on their ass- flexibility? <laughs> yeah, their flexibility and also how much of a gremlin they are. <laughs> how much they bite. When Yuka is the least gremlin wrestler in the match... Yeah. You know, you got something special going on. Yeah, well, Yuka's the, the only one that hasn't been trained by Emmy. You know what? Everyone, when I see everyone doing, you know, when they get pinned and they do the bridge out of the pin, I'm like, oh, they must have been trained by Emmy Sakura. <laughs> sure enough, yeah. every time. Yeah. They can all do it. Well, I don't think you know. I think the only one of her students who I see on a regular basis who doesn't do it, I don't think I've ever seen Sheeta do it. Yeah, I haven't seen Sheeta do it. Even Aki does it. Has yeah. Unimon yeah. done it? I haven't seen her then. Uh, yeah, Unimon can do it. I haven't. Uh, if she has, I haven't noticed it or um, it, forgot. It's questionable how well she does it. She does it <laughs> like halfway, and it's like a swim trying to get up there. Unimon. 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 Uh, I'm just excited for Emmy's match tomorrow. I heard it was pretty good. Oh, I'm so excited. Emmy Sakura will be on Rampage. She finally gets to be on TV again. <laughs> Look at Yuka's face. I know, right? <laughs> that is someone who is not happy, happy. She is sad, sad. You know, it's bad when Yuka is done with this match. She's scared of them. You could really tell that Yuka has a background as a comedian. Yeah. Oh, she is amazingly expressive. She's a wonderful physical comedian. I wonder whatever happened to her comedy partner. If I'm correct, I believe she was she was in a manzai act. It was like a comedy idol group or something, if I remember correctly. I don't remember what the name was, though. Was it a comedy? I actually wonder. I think it was a manzai act. I have no idea. I'd have to look it up. Somebody tweet her and ask. <laughs> She'd probably respond, knowing her. She has in her bio, 
don't ask me anything in English. I'm sorry, I can't respond. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, well, she puts her. it a bit nicer than that. I'll say there's some I've seen where, like, if you respond in English to them, they block you. I'm pretty sure, out of all of them, I'm pretty sure Palm Harajuku speaks English, to an extent at least. Oh, Palm's very fluent. We know that. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Raku knows some English. Palm knows some English. Uh, Kamafu knows a lot of English. Yeah. Well, Camille lived in Ohio for... I don't remember where in Ohio, but yeah, she lived in Ohio for like most of her teen years. Which is why she has Old McDonald as her entrance theme. It all yeah, correlates. The worst state you can live in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Why didn't they say that Ohio's the worst state? I've seen like a number of people say it. Go there and you'll find out. <laughs> it is horrible. Noted. I'll challenge you with Iowa. Get get yourself a bottle of Malort. <laughs> I know that he's not listening to this, but if uh, former Squared Circle mod and known Karma Stealer uh, Skeech was listening to this, he'd be uh, very... No, he'd probably agree. Ohio sucks. <laughs> yeah. The only good thing about Ohio is Cleveland <laughs> and deep dish pizza and whatever other... The only thing good about Chicago Ohio is leaving it. What about Cincinnati? Cle- Cleveland isn't Cincinnati. in Ohio. <laughs> Yeah, never mind. Chicago. John Moxley's from there. Ohio. Yeah, but John Moxley... No, John Moxley's from Cleveland. <laughs> Cle- Cleveland is not in Ohio. <laughs> I grew up in Chicago. Guys, I don't know my geography. I was faking it earlier. Well, it's a race between Ohio and Florida to see who's in the worst state. I mean, hey, don't cut Texas out of the talk. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> So, we've gone past, like, shitting on individual cast members, and we're going for entire <laughs> states now. Good job, guys. And they know oh, what we they gotta stay on, We gotta stay on topic. We gotta keep it to, uh, Tokyo like, Joshi Pro. Like, look at you, man. we destroy Unimon. Yeah. Or, like, man, guys, Kumamoto, worst prefecture. <laughs> I'm definitely not saying that because that's where Unimon is from. I would say this would be a great singles match to see, though. Unimon versus anybody would be a great singles match. We can finally get our dream match of Unimon versus uh, um, uh, Marika Kobayashi now that they're both in stardom. Who would ever have that as a dream match? <laughs> Me? I think it'd be great. I would watch they'd it. Be- they'd beat the absolute crap out of each other. Do it on a new blood show. <laughs> I got my dream match, which was Mesa Ruka versus Azumi. Oh, that was great. I'll never get my dream match of Lulu Pencil versus Brock Lesnar, so... Oh, more Lulu pencil sadness. She's busy being, you know, roving games journalist. She was at Kojima Studios somewhat recently. Yeah, I saw that. According to, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it was her, some dude I didn't recognize, and the giant statue of Ludens, (laughs) the Kojima mascot. I mean, I guess if you have the option of not being kicked in the head for a living, you should take it. Well, that's all Chris Brooks's fault. <laughs> he did beat the ever-loving shit out of her. Yeah. Yeah, and she proved him wrong and got a pin. Everybody wins. Well, I mean, she lost that match, but you know what I mean. Well, she didn't win. <laughs> not everybody wins. <laughs> she got a moral victory, but not an actual yeah, victory. She, she didn't win-win, but <laughs> she was the real winner. And then she disappeared. She got that victory... And she disappeared now. She was the loser on cage match and the winner in our hearts. She busted a CM Punk. Thanks to her, I made it on 
I got a close up on an episode of uh, AEW Dark when I saw her <laughs> live. I got a call out from Eddie Kingston. It was the greatest day of my life. <laughs> nice. I still have that sign. I don't know where that sign went after I bought this house. I miss but... Eddie Kingston just yelling Lulu. Lulu! That was really good. Speaking of AEW Dark Commentary, according to them, May St. Michelle is in stardom. <laughs> yet, I haven't, I, yet I haven't seen her wrestle for them yet. Fucking Rickabani. <laughs> Apparently that's where she is right now. I haven't seen her wrestle. Oh, that was a beautiful I just counter. like that he knew he fucked up and he had a canned response ready for everybody who, who came at him. I, don't, I didn't even tag him or anything. I, don't, I think people just started tagging him and quote tweeting my tweet. And then I felt so bad actually after. <laughs> yeah, he, me too. he was genuinely apologizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For that. So let's see. Between everybody on this podcast right now, we are enemies with Chris Brooks. Hey, I'm, enemies I'm, I'm with a Chris Ian Brooks fan. <laughs> I'm convinced that Mr. Haku has me muted. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. the entire state of Ohio. <laughs> Florida. Cleveland, now that I confuse Cleveland and Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, Florida, Texas, Canada, upstate Canada. New York apparently. <laughs> well, Canada. Oh no, um, Sweden and Switzerland too. <laughs> oh no, the, oh yeah, Sweden and Switzerland. To them. be fair, most of these are your enemies. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of enemies. It comes with being a Reddit moderator. You have a lot of enemies, and uh, by default, no friends. <laughs> That's just what Reddit does to you, everyone. Except slash TJPW, who are absolutely lovely. Absolutely, we love them. Aside from the Neil Bishke gun slander, I saw that one time. I, I wish, I wish Hero, I wish Hero Kun was my mom. <laughs> that that is very questionable. I'm sure he'd appreciate the the call out. He's a very nice person, and if he's listening to this, please send me a TJPW merch towel sometime. I'd appreciate it. There's no other way to get them. Preferably used. <laughs> yeah, of course. If I can't, I they need a damn international store. The store that never comes back. Oh. Do you guys like baby blue Mizuki or pink Mizuki better? I don't know. That's a tough call. I really like the blue. I honestly didn't notice it until you said it right now. <laughs> I, I think she's back to pink now, but this like 2021 and 22 era of Blue Mizuki <laughs> was a very nice, refreshing change. Come on, this is what started Blue Raku. Yeah, this conversation is <laughs> going to get Dogu started again on alternate color TJPW wrestlers. Okay, but Blue Raku's good. Uh, Blue, Blue Raku, Raku, it's an abomination. Canon. Raku liked and retweeted Blue Raku. If Raku liked it, then we all should like it. See, that's the that's the it is God's will. That's why I like Arisu Endo because you can color her whatever you want, and it doesn't matter. It's not alternate because she's probably done <laughs> that color at least once. <laughs> her her uh, signature rainbow mask isn't just for show; hmm. it's a lifestyle. Like, are you just do like Palm or Yuna and just have every color in your gear? Pride, pride, Palm, pride, Yuna. <laughs> just the rainbow. Well, hers is more yeah. tropical, though, Unimon's. Yeah. Yeah, LGBTQ icon. Unimon's just Harajuku. breaking Mizuki in half. A normal day at the Choco Pro Dojo. See that flexibility? You know she's from yeah. Choco Pro and got some move. I'm Sakura sure Emi Sakura was watching this and was like, Bender more! 
Yeah, this is one of those moves where I've never really liked. I don't know why. The reverse Boston Crab just doesn't look good to me. This is what my brother used to do to me when I was a kid. <laughs> not not so much See, this. The, sing, the single leg version looks better than the double leg version, in my opinion. Yeah, I've been, when I was like six, I was very used to being put in Boston Crabs. and <laughs> That scarred me for life. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Yuna to power bomb her. <laughs> Smush. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the flying whoopsie. You don't see that every day. <laughs> hey, Ryuka. This is back when they only had Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, I think. They didn't even have 4 yet. Well, Toy Story 4 didn't exist yet. I still can't tell the difference between these Toy Stories. That's Toy Story 1. That's yeah, one. so Toy Story 1 is where Andy gets Buzz Lightyear, right? And then Woody <laughs> no, not knocks the actual, him out the Okay, I oh. watched the films, everybody. <laughs> well, the one they just did was Toy Story 1, I believe. Okay. Two feet in her chest. It's like how back during the era of the Four Pillars, they'd come up with like a variation of their move every other year. That's why you have Tiger Driver, Tiger Driver 98. Mm -hmm. You know, you got Toy Story, Toy Story 2, <laughs> Toy Story 98. Oh, oh that brutal lariat. Tropical lariat, Man, all this talk of tropicals making me want to order some pineapple pizza. That's disgusting. I'm not a you're fan. You're all disgusting. <laughs> Guys, tell, tell us in the comments. Pineapple yeah. pizza is delicious for those who don't have a sensitivity sensitivity to, like, what is it, bromade? Uh, that just causes their, their mouth to start dissolving and uh, their tongue to just taste blood. So if pineapple pizza just tastes of blood to you, <laughs> I can understand not liking it. And I feel sorry for you. I believe you're referring to papain, which is the chemical that makes um, some tropical fruits like digest you. That's why if you eat a bunch of pineapple, it can make your mouth sore. Mm. That's also what meat tenderizer is made of. That was one hell of a pen. Now, I feel sorry for those people who, I think it's cilantro, it tastes like soap to them. Yeah, like me. I, oh, I love cilantro. Right? It's Ooh. amazing. Great. Like, I'm Mexican, so if I didn't... Just lovely, bright, green. <laughs> if I couldn't eat that, it'd be horrible. Yeah, much like Unimon. Lovely, <laughs> bright, mostly green. <laughs> Color-wise, not skill-wise. He's not green skill-wise. <laughs> Good <very> save. <laughs> oh, what Toy Story is this one now? I think this is Toy Story 3? I don't remember. I need to look it up again, because I forget. It's either 2 or 3. We only have 2 left. 50-50 <laughs> chance. It's a fantastic move either way. Either way, I, I gotta cover myself. I'm afraid of you. We don't want to create enemies with Unimon. <laughs> She'll track me down and <gasps> oh, beat the crap out of me. Ooh, that double stomp. Another signature Emi Sakura trainee move. Yes. Top rope double stomp. Mm -hmm. 
I think every person she's ever trained has does that move. Yeah. They have some variation of a double stomp. Yeah, Riho does it. Mizuki does it. Mesuruga um, does it. Tsuruga does it. Yeah, Mesuruga does it. My favorite use of it is as a transition move. Hey, Chris Brooks does write... it. Chris Brooks does it. Yeah. I gotta start writing down the Emi Sakura-isms. <laughs> It'll be like a flow chart. Like, does this wrestler do this move? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Emi Sakura probably trained him. AEW just needs to give us a faction that's Emi Sakura and everybody she's trained. She wanted Emmy Sakura wants to do a Joshi heel stable, and I'm all for it. Right? If it means we get more Hikaru Shida in a suit, I am down for that. Oh Dude. yes, suit Shida. She looks so dope like that. First the white suit, then the uh, red suit. Like she was a right? Yakuza boss. Yakuza boss <laughs> yeah. Shida. Yeah, Yakuza Shida. Mm-hmm. Well, it was supposed to be the Killer Queens. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked though. They look like Killer Queens. I don't know what the vibe is, but I saw the preview pictures for Rampage. I saw May brought back her dark princess getup. I don't know what Aki is. I have to see it closer. May's dark princess getup is hilarious because she's trying her best to be like sexy. Yes. <laughs> I just miss. I don't but- think. I just miss Butler. Uh... Lulu. Yeah. Yeah. Lulu. Oh, Butler Lulu. Her little. Uh, her little. Very serious and focused walk down to the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Stare into the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Perfecto. Emmy throwing her cape over. Or uh, Lulu trying to pose and Emmy pushing her out of the way. Yeah. Oh, look, <laughs> tag team friends. Oh, that is a dick move. <laughs> they were tag teams first. Like, smack uh, Yuna and then, like, pull up Tanisaki. Like, no. That's what Yuna gets for not tag-teaming with Mizuki when she never had the chance. <laughs> We're having one big heart. Imagine uh, Yuna and Yuka tag-team. Yuna, oh. That, somebody would die. Yep. Yeah. I joked about Mahiro being the Stan Hansen of TJPW. Oh. Unamon has maybe a even more heavy-hitting move, like Lariat, yeah. than Stan Hansen. No, Yuna and Yuka against Wasteland War Party. That would be a great match. Oh, that would be a great match. Which is why it would have been awesome if I saw we saw Yuna gear more towards Tej mm-hmm. in her freelance days. Yeah, but I'm sure Stardom could offer a lot more money. <laughs> That's true. And exposure and bigger matchups and opportunities. But she really has the personality for uh, Tej, I would yeah. say, in Cyberfight promotions. I remember when she was on New Blood, people in the comments were like, oh, this seems like a DDT match style. <laughs> Everyone was saying in the live stream. I mean, who else is going to come out to the ring with a pineapple hat and pineapple sunglasses <laughs> and a giant floaty? Unamon making her entrance to that first press conference. Yeah, she's the best at doing the press conferences for oh, sure. Oh, man. Also, she stole the show. Speaking of flowcharts, is this person a friend of Antonio Honda? <laughs> oh yeah, fair point. Has this person ever tagged with Antonio Honda? <laughs> yes or no? Pineapple hat. Yes, Antonio Honda. <laughs> the translation here is that these amateurs got nothing on us. <laughs> I love Yuka and will never compete for her belt. 
<laughs> I'm like, Saki has more experience than both of them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Yuka is saying, uh, you know, hey, uh, you dumb marks when you work yourself into a shoot and you <laughs> work a work. I forgot how the tweet goes. It's just word salad. Just, ah, yeah, 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 brother. <laughs> brother. I wish I still had the picture saved. Somebody made that edit, at, I think, after the uh, the quote-unquote Sakazaki incident. That was me. Where, oh, yeah, with, with, uh, with Hulk Hogan's mustache. Yeah, I put the bandana. mustache and the bandana. The Sakazaki I'm sure, incident? I'm sure I have that saved somewhere. The Yuka the Yuka Respect Army. Hashtag Yuka Respect Army forever. Yeah. <laughs> Henry slash birthday cheese at blue underscore Rey Mysterio. Out of all of the Yuki Arai head pat moments, what are some of your favorites? All Why are we still being asked Yuki Arai questions on this How many podcast? questions <laughs> for this episode were about Yuki Arai head pat? This must be the third one by now. Not enough. We need more. <laughs> you heard him. Next episode. More head pats. <laughs> We'll just do an episode of all Yuki Arai best moments. <laughs> you know the head pets. I just want to make a thread of them just for evidence, not because. Here's a question: Who do you think's the next one to get head pets for, or she'll get head pets from? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to answer the question, would well, this is not really answering the question, but did you see when Reiwa A.A. Cannon beat uh, Raku and Aino, and <laughs> then Arai herself went to go head pat Saki Akai? <laughs> And cling on her. How disgusting. Well, can we get a Ryan DDT and then have her get head pats from Higuchi? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just caused me to throw up. Second episode of Roses. <clears throat> Second episode in a row I caused her physical pain. She's already That's stealing good... Saki Akai from me. Okay, don't make her steal Higuchi from me. Those are my two. Higuchi's going to be the next member of Neo Bishikigun. You still have Antonio Honda. That's Actually, true. For some should. Reason, what the hell? Yeah, you'll always have Antonio. For some Antonio reason, I'm marrying him, and then I'm having a three-way with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. She's in a throuple. Hey guys, welcome back to Teach After Dark. <laughs> Teach After Dark. <laughs> Anyways, they actually did just tell people to go eat a hamburger steak and be happy, happy. Because the show <laughs> is indeed over. Ah, oh, and the preview yes. shows that's JPW, who makes me sad. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll do a watch through of uh, a watch along of uh, Fast and TJPW. Oh, that'd be amazing, dude! The recommended show is they're showing me like Yuna Manase slapping the shit out of Saki Sama. Why would they do that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's recommending that for me. Mine, they're showing Hikari Noah versus Neko. <laughs> Mine is a Up Up Girls Kako Pro Ref live performance, all the way from 2018. This has to have been right after they debuted. I have Tokyo Princess Cup Grand Final. <laughs> well, now you guys uh, see what our algorithm is all about. Oh, I have a few of the Up Up Girls live performances here. If we ever want to listen to the same four songs over and over and over <laughs> again. Right. We did that show. There's that more of them. Every week. More of them exist. We did that show really well. We got a lot of banter out of that. Do you know how hard it is to talk through seven Up Up Girl songs? <laughs> yeah, we were we were struggling. We got the Ito Respect Army live performance. I am bookmarking all of them. <laughs> oh, the Rika Tatsumi live? Oh, man. See, but now I'm wondering now, Ooh. has Noah ever done her solo song to open a show? 
I know the other two have. I, I don't remember her singing it. I don't think she ever has. Me, you I have. I can think of two incidents. Me, you, and Raku have yes. definitely. Speaking of Raku, we have one last question. <laughs> Lukta at Lukta One. Raku decides to adopt her first disciple of Rakuism, who, current teach roster or otherwise, gets to don the sacred fluffy garb and begin preaching the word of our Lord and Savior. This is in void language. Probably either Palm or Aino. <laughs> I would have already assumed that Aja, Palm, and Aino were already a part of yeah, Rakuism. It's, it's, it's Aja Kong for certain. Well, I, I will throw my hat into the ring stating... I have already started writing the Raku of uh, the Bible of God Raku. She has indeed blessed it. And I have been preaching the word of our Lord and Savior for years now. For years? <laughs> Just to spite you, I'm going to start counter-preaching the word of uh, Reika Psyche. Uh, looking at Twitter right now, she posted a picture with what looks like a very delicious uh, turkey sandwich of some kind. And some sort of vegetable uh, couscous mixture, so... Uh, that's, uh, better than anything Raku has ever done. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh! How does this relate to Rakuism? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> eating a it, sandwich. I think it's just because I'm really hungry because I haven't eaten today. And that sandwich looks really good. I did see a picture, uh, earlier today of Rika holding a bunny rabbit with the bunny rabbit's head in her mouth. <laughs> the bunny looking terrified. That's Isn't her that pet. Her... Yeah, that's her pet. She just eats pet rabbits, yes. Like a true monster. That's why she likes Mizuki so much as well. <laughs> Can you imagine being like the pet rabbit of Rika? How terrifying must that be? You'll just hey, you'll know that none of the other rabbits at Rabbit School are gonna mess with you. What's Rabbit School? <laughs> I my okay, listen. We, it's it, where they go on black belts and take naps for an hour. Yeah. Anyway, Rika just acts evil. Because she knows that otherwise she's never going to get that one demon door open. And she's never going to be able to, you know, get in there and get all the 100% completion. She just really wants that Great Wood Gorge door open. And that's my uh, fable reference for the night. Thank you. <laughs> now, Rika simply is evil. She was born evil and therefore is blameless. She is simply acting on nature. All I'm saying is that one of these days, Rika's going to do a say hello and then pull out a gun and say, say goodbye. And it's going to be, <laughs> I'm going to pop so hard for that. That'll get me to actually enjoy her theme being switched from oh, her theme's Miyu's the best. theme. I like her, her theme, theme, not when it's combined with Miyu's. Her theme's the actual best. Especially mm. when she performs it live, which I think is what this video that just popped up in my suggested feed is. But yeah, the fact that she performs her own theme just makes it that much better. Don't most of them do their own themes? Yeah, I think most of them do. At least the ones that have singing on them. You know what? You're right, aren't you? <laughs> Sometimes it happens. I talk a lot of shit. Eventually one of the things I say is right. <laughs> yeah, the rare W. It's the Stephen King method. If you write enough books, eventually one of them's going to be a bestseller. On that note, <laughs> it is time to end the show. Thank you absolutely everyone who has tuned in. Thank you everyone for listening. I'm your host, Jamie Goulding. I'm Twitter user Milk. I'm 130H. And I'm a kitty cat. And until next time, 
Watch Teach. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Play the theme song. <laughs>